0: Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too.
1: Hello and welcome to Tiny Bites, bite-sized discussions on minimalism, the simple life, and tiny houses. This is episode 17. My name is Britt, and I'm so glad you're joining me this week. Before we get into it today, I wanted to put up a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm going to be sharing something that happened to me this week and the emotions and shame that uh, came along with that. So if messy emotions just aren't your thing, I'm going to give you a pass to skip this week's episode and come back next week. And I know that the topic of shame doesn't seem like it has a lot to do with minimalism, the simple life or tiny houses, but I actually think that it does because shame patterns our behavior in lots of weird and twisted ways. And I know that a big part of my past as a shopaholic was because I was ashamed of who I was, I wasn't good enough the way I was. So I tried to buy my way out of it. So we're going to get a little bit more into that today. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into it. This week on the blog, I shared my decision to delete Facebook from my phone and the thought process that went into that. So if you want to read the full story, you can head over to tinyambitions.com. The short version is that I manage social media for a living and have some side projects, including this blog where I also manage Facebook pages. So it's kind of a lot. I decided to delete Facebook from my phone to give myself a little bit of space when I didn't have to be connected, like when I'm working my day job when the post was published, I shared it in a minimalist Facebook group that I'm a part of, and I often do that with my work if it's within the group's rules, just to share my experience with others in a more coherent way than I would be able to if I just posted a comment on someone else's post in the group. And so almost immediately, someone else in the group left a snarky comment to the effect of, it's not Facebook's fault that you don't know how to work the app. And my obvious first reaction to that was, well, thank you for proving my point of why I don't like Facebook. Now what the commenter said seems like a teeny tiny thing, but I really don't do well with criticism. The commenter may have just said, you don't know how to use Facebook, but what my brain heard was, you're stupid. You're an idiot. Why did you do that? Why do you even have a blog? You should just quit. My thought process on that is obviously not entirely rational, but so I deleted the entire post from the group. I straight up ran away and I'm even considering leaving that particular group altogether. Which brings me to the idea of shame. I've been listening to Brene Brown's book, The Power of Vulnerability, and what I did was basically shame 101. Someone criticized me and attacked me, and I tried to disappear because I was ashamed and embarrassed about the whole interaction. There are other reactions to shame, obviously, but disappearing, hiding, and shutting down is my personal go-to. And I wish that I had the strength to just ignore the person's comments. Obviously that would be much easier, but that stuff hurts. If you create anything of any kind, you know, it's hard to put your work out there knowing that someone somewhere will like, won't like it, or will find something to criticize about it. And of course, all of this has been made worse because of social media. People now have the anonymity of their screens to hide behind. I was talking to Brian Gardner, the creator of no sidebar, on Twitter, and he called it seagull behavior because it allows trolls to crap on you and then fly away. But when I was listening to Brene's book yesterday, she said something very powerful that really resonated with me. She said, do you want to avoid blame, shame, judgment, and criticism? Well then say nothing, do nothing, and go nowhere because it's part of the human experience. And that to me is such a powerful statement. It is in our nature to criticize, we find faults in even the most perfect situations, people and stuff. And Brene's point is that there's no reason why you should try to please everybody because it's a waste of time to give up who you are in order to be more perfect and it will never work. So if everyone is gonna criticize you, no matter what you do, you might as well just be yourself. So what's the takeaway for me from this situation? Well, then I can't please everyone. And that's not the point of my blog. I'm sharing my actual real life story. And if people don't like it, I can't force them to like it and that's fine. And I can't change my reality to make anybody else help happier. What's the takeaway for you guys? Well, that you don't have to be perfect. In fact, you can't be perfect. And I actually think that's a very liberating feeling. You can just be you and that's enough. And speaking of enough, that's probably enough heavy stuff for one episode, right? Next week, I'll be back to my regularly scheduled programming, probably no promises. (laughs) If you don't want to miss an episode, favorite my station in Anchor or subscribe in iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Tiny Ambitions and you'll find it. Next week on the blog, I'll be talking about a new fancy kitchen appliance and how it gave me a panic attack, plus the delicious recipe that came out of it. So stay tuned for that. See you next week.